there was a wrestler named MVP and <laughs> he had an entrance theme that was funny for a lot of reasons. First off, it was called I'm Coming. Um, <laughs> and and the chorus does not disappoint because it's just i'm coming <laughs> um but but like the entrance video itself <laughs> is just like videos of him posing and like of his name but there's like only, at one point the video plays out one of the lyrics and it's so weird <laughs> it's not i'm coming <laughs> it's definitely not that one but at one point in the song, he goes, like Tropicana, I got the juice. <laughs> and during that point in the entrance video, it doesn't, it's the only time it doesn't show his name or him posing and looking cool. It shows someone pouring a cup of juice. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know what? Actually, no, that's brilliant. It's fucking real. I love that. Holy shit. <laughs> They, uh, there's a game I used to play called Dead by Daylight, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the a, joke. That's the joke. Ha ha ha. Uh, the, the devs have made a joke of it. No, um, but they, they licensed um, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh shit! To be oh, in wow. the game, and upon release, every like everyone rushes to try out the new killer. You know, new DLC content, and um, one of the mechanisms is someone finds the box, uh, the puzzle box thing. The lament and, configuration? Yeah, thank you. The lament configuration. And when they solve it, um, or as they're solving it, Pinhead can teleport to them. And if you do that, he says, you opened the box, or you solved the box, then teleports, and then when he arrives, he says, I came. <laughs> entire player base fucking like just exploded on that and they had to remove it for a while for like PR reasons and I was so pissed off but they put it back in you, you know as that, someone who has seen the movie and read the book that's perfect it's yeah. actually perfect uh, no, it's on, it's on theme I know yeah. that they also put they gave I heard something about Dead by Daylight which I've never played but uh, I, I've, I've read enough about it that uh in the promotional material for them making Pyramid Head a character, he had a thick ass. Yeah. <laughs> and when the character debuted in the game, he didn't have it. So there was an outcry and they gave him a thick ass in the game. Yeah. <laughs> he had like actual definition on his ass and um, in game, it just didn't render the same. And so a bunch of people complained <laughs> and they put it back in. This is amazing. Welcome it, to like, the community for Dead by Daylight. I play is, video games for the ass. It, the community for Dead by Daylight is just so horny for you know <laughs> all all the killers because most of them are just like giant hulking men. So yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Makes sense. Yeah. Welcome to undercooked ass <laughs> analysis. I don't An know. Ass now. Ass analysis. Analysis. If we're going to do a deep and meaningful analysis of the Lair of the White Worm by Bram Stoker. Oh, man. Okay, what happened? We're at a party. I don't know. (laughs) We've been at a party for like three chapters. Okay. And it's Um, just who's who. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I should say the gang's all here. It's been... And forgive us if we don't remember everything that happened. It's been all I just remember is that the months. youth was craving that sweet old man knowledge. Ugh. Oh, and right. racism. I okay. feel so dirty having heard you say that. <laughs> oh, that was gross. Well, okay, not that everybody needs, but I'm going to go. I'm going to roundtable it real quick here. We got the usual suspects. We got Kayla. Hi. We got Say. Hello. We got Alan. Hi. My cat's freaking the fuck out. Oh boy. <laughs> we got Paprika. 
acknowledgement. And we got Abysme. Stop. And I'm <laughs> and I'm here too. I here too. I'm dad. <laughs> I'm sober for this episode, so we will see if I'm more or less angry. Oh yeah, we'll have to talk about the drinks that we came up with for, yeah. from last oh. last time. But before we get to that, uh, it should be acknowledged I, that it's been a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have not. We have all been busy dealing <clears throat> with existence in general. With um, so we might have to work together for a little bit to refresh our memories about what came before. Um, I will happily le- try to lead the summary of what we're doing. But just in case you haven't listened to the first couple parts, uh, it would behoove you to go back and listen to those parts. Can I actually, uh, actually introduce my drink real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. It's, it's, it's been sitting out and I want to drink it so bad. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, I made a, a what I am calling a snake-bitten mongoose. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the idea of a snake bite, uh, I have in a beer mug layered both woodchuck hard cider and Guinness. Nice. And, uh, that's, so that's the snake bite there. The mongoose is this drop, is this shot of Evan Williams, uh, honey that I, I am going. Honey? Yes. Evan Williams, honey. Yeah. That I what what going... makes it Evan Williams? Because it's his. Dear Evan Williams. My dear Evan Williams. How um, long to be the honey? That I am, I am going to, <laughs> to drop into the beer and then drink all of it as fast as I can. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it why, do it. why do you do these things to yourself? This is, this is a bomb. This is what you do. This is um, a tried and true thing. I, thought, I like right. enjoying what I do. Uh, I'm about to enjoy the shit out of this. All right, anyway, go. Go, Alan, go. Let's let's go. have our first snake bitten mongoose. Sinker and drinker. Go, Alan, go. Go, Alan, go. Alan will report when he has finished. Now Alan <sighs> is drinking. Seriously? Wow. <laughs> well, that was quick. Damn. How was it? It was fucking phenomenal, actually. Oh is, my god. Is it like just a, a beer glass or like a pint glass? Uh it's it's a it is it is a it is a mug. Okay. As is as is often the case with these uh, recipes, will be shared uh, yes. around uh, shortly after the release of this episode. It was it was creamy, creamy and appley and honeyy. It was perfect. And Evan Williamsy. And it also Ooh. got into my body very fast. Nice. Do Do you have a picture? Um, I'm going to make more. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> um, what, what What eats do we have potentially? Um, if anyone's got eats that were inspired by the previous episode. Uh, the idea that kind of Sid and I came up with was, uh, or mo- mostly Sid than me, is uh, bacon cover, uh, bacon wrapped asparagus um, with cooked russet potatoes, and it, that would be like snakes and rocks because <laughs> <laughs> a pile of rocks or a pile of stones and some snakes. Yes, <laughs> I recall the like. <clears throat> I don't even know if it was fourth or third chapter, but there was a lot of rock. There was a whole rocks and they snakes. came upon a pile of rocks. Some snakes came out. Lady Arabella showed up. Became. We were the... so excited because it seemed like something was finally happening. Yeah. <laughs> and, then the, and then the story got like racist. Oh yeah, for like a couple paragraphs, and you were like, because they introduced a, 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 a stereotype character that we we gave a different <laughs> name. Wait, I think we were I just going to call him. We're, we're probably going to have to rename him. Yeah. yeah like, when yeah. he comes up, he's just going to be. Um, what did we have before? I don't remember. I said something about like let's just call him Todd. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're gonna call let's him Todd, Todd, regardless. 
And when we go back, we're going to kick ourselves because there's no, not that this story has any continuity either, but you know. And if, if it's possible to like skip parts of the, like the racist parts, I think we might. We just... might, we might. It just depends. Like we have to, we kind of have to accept that this is painful mm. because this is Bram Stoker's, uh, for, for, okay, summary time. This is Bram Stoker, Stoker's worst story that so, he's ever written. Not just worst story, but this is considered one of the worst horror novels ever written. It's certainly pretty bad right now. Nothing remotely horrible has actually happened. And uh, mostly it's just people Nothing's talking about happened. history. Nothing's Nothing, happened well, at all. Yeah, that's true. Uh, basically, if you want to try and give it some context, uh, man from Australia, our main character, Adam Salton, decides to go live with his his great uncle in England. And Who he thinks is really cool. Yeah. Really cool. And they, they might be horses. like- They both love that. fucking horses. They love horses. They love talking about the the Romans- ancient Rome and all that stuff. And the people who came before in this, in, in the, the regions of, you know, it's not until I've heard you right now, just now try and summarize (laughs) the last four chapters we've read that I've realized it's like really fucking sucks, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's, and there's this whole gossipy thing about a, Hey, this guy is returning and they make a whole big deal, but then they talk I, about oh, his family's like spooky and shit, and they're probably distantly related to these ancient people that lived here. So I, therefore, they're scary. I, I listened back to like the ending of the last episode we did just to like uh, remember where we were. Uh huh. And <laughs> I just want to say that like near the end, someone says something to the effect of, well, let's have a long conversation about this later. And you can just hear <laughs> all of our souls. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have, we have Lady Arabella who... They introduced her and she's the villain. We think, yeah, at least we think Probably. she is. She's the villain. She already has a connection. We think she's the white worm so far. Yeah, or like some avatar of it or some Oh, way. well, weren't they like super, like, Coatingers a vampire or something like that? As a snake because, oh, like, snakes, she, she snake, emphasized right. her S's via sibilance. Oh, and then Adam Salton bought a mongoose and had the same conversation twice. <laughs> what oh, did you yeah. buy? A mongoose? What? Poor! <laughs> it's, essentially, this has just been fetishizing a bunch of old men and one young man traipsing around England and explaining inconsequential history and then going to a party, meeting right. Lady Arabella. Sorry. Now yeah. that now they're at the party and they're just talking about what's his face is going to come by and it's going to be revealing and incredible and just it, it just it feels <laughs> like the ramblings of a madman. Oh, and just the, like writing the same thing over and over again. More, I think also important to mention is it is the old. Um, fetishizing their usefulness to the young. Yes. yes, yes, because our main character just goes along with whatever. Yeah, that's he's a like, great idea. Uh, sure, I'll he's go. like these guys are totally badass and cool. It's he has it's also no agency. It's also fetishizing the rich a lot too. Yes, mm. the rich and lineage and yeah, just all of that crap. There was also a weird at the end of it. Um, we meet uh, Adam's quote unquote possible heterosexual lover. Um, in which Mimi Watkins was that name? Well, the creepy part was like 
We the oldest one was uh Watford. just Jamie over Watford. was just over 20. The youngest, however, was gorgeous. And I'm like, ew, the youngest, younger than 20. Ew. Oh, and they make a big point of pointing out that she might be, she's like, she's like half Burmese. Yes. Yeah, it's course. just 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 everything about it is just gross. It's gross. <laughs> it's, either, it's, it's either gross or insipidly boring. Yeah. So Them's your options. That's why we're continuing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we made a promise because we're even so we're we're not enjoying the story, but we're enjoying each other enjoying the story. <laughs> well, there's that. No, no, no. We're enjoying each other suffering through the story. <laughs> okay. okay <laughs> share, also to, what the to audience it's an excuse enjoy. to get together and drink. Uh, I'll say I don't have a fancy drink, but, but considering they were talking a lot about, uh, you know, far off locations, I have a mango cart <laughs> because it's because sure. it's mango. Sure. Anyway, whatever. So the next chapter is chapter five, the white worm. Oh, wow. Shit. Are we actually going to talk about the white worm? Probably I doubt it. No, probably not. All right. So how should we get a reading uh, order established? Yes, please. Yeah. What's what's the over under on anything actually happening in this chapter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh well uh uh kayla what since you uh this is your this was your brainchild was reading this i hate the fact this is considered my brain oh i would but i'm I'm still grateful for it honestly no i i am i can't speak for anyone else but i am so would you like to take the first paragraph sure and then we'll draw lots for the rest all right Mr. Sultan introduced Adam to Mr. Watford and his granddaughters, and they all moved on together. Of course, neighbors in the position of the Watfords knew all about Adam Sultan, his relationship, (laughs) circumstances, and prospects. Because all they do is fucking gossip. And by relationships- I'm I'm glad you read that correctly, because my brain- Who is who again? I forget. Um, It can't matter. Um, <laughs> okay, Adam, let's let's people at got, the party. Hold on, Adam Sultan is our um, our our character. young our young quote unquote protagonist. Mr. Sultan is the un- the great uncle, that, right? That is also his father, apparently, because That's, of this thing. Like, I want you to think of me as your father. That is also pro- comes across as like a gay incestuous lover too, but. <laughs> mm. Mr. Watford is Michael Watford, who was introduced in the previous paragraph, which is the end of the previous chapter of, oh, also, you need to talk to Michael Watford. He's oh, right, just right. literally being introduced because he's oh, supposed he's, to contribute he owns, something. He owns a castle? Uh, no. What does he do? One of the tenants of Mr. Caswell. Huh. Who's Mr. Caswell? Mr. Caswell the- is the guy, the mysterious guy who... Oh, is that the cool guy? The He's camera the was like, you know history. I, I'm remembering. No, now, wasn't like, that Nathaniel, the third guy yes. that they all share okay. a bed together? I, don't know. I remember. Nathaniel. When Nathaniel. Someone... Nathaniel. So, so Nathaniel's right. not a Caswell. Though. He's a <laughs> Caswell is the guy who showed up on the boat to reclaim his family's land. I remember when someone read that out, the old man is Michael Watford, one of the tenants of Mr. Caswell. I think I audibly said, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last straw of just people entering this scene that have no relevance. I I think the idea is uh, Mr. Watford is the grand uh, grandfather of the two women. One of them might most likely be coming Adam's love interest. Sure. I I just, uh, I, I literally thought it said, uh, Mr. Salton introduced Adam to Mr. Watford and his granddaughters, and they all moved in together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been something happening. Be, I was about yeah. to be like, did this story just jump like way ahead? <laughs> <laughs> they 
started a commune. <laughs> well, they started with a duplex and then worked their way up. All right. So it would have been strange indeed if both girls did not dream of possibilities of the future. What? In agriculture, England, eligible men of any class are rare. Oh, right. Because Adam Sultan is an, an eligible bachelor. He's the yeah. last bachelor in England or something. Confirmed, confirmed bachelor, I think. Yeah. Remember, he owns like 1,800 horses or something That's right. like that. In Australia. In I Australia. remember when they went to that, that World and Kingdom Hearts uh, Hollow <laughs> Bachelor. <laughs> this particular oh. man this particular man was specially eligible not just eligible specially eligible for he did not belong to a class in which barriers of case were strong so when it began to be noticed that he walked beside mimi watford and seemed to desire her society weird okay all their friends endeavored to give the promising affair a helping hand when the gong sounded for the banquet, he went with her into the tent where her grandfather had seats. Mr. Sultan and Sir Nathaniel noticed the young man did not come to claim his appointed place at the dais, dais table. What's it? Okay. What's There's it? an accent raised table. <clears throat> it's oh, a raised oh, okay, table. Yeah. It. Thank you. But they understood and made no remark or indeed did not seem to notice his absence. They were disappointed because they thought they had something special with that. <laughs> Wait. When they noticed that he wasn't there, they seemed not to notice that he wasn't. There. That's in the same sentence, Bram Stoker. Yeah. <laughs> notice it did not. They count. pretended not to notice after they noticed. Indeed, did not seem to notice. Did not seem to notice, even though they did notice. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> Sir, so huh. friendly, friendly reminder that that Bram um, Stoker is very old at this point, and uh, oh yeah, he. I just, I, sorry. I, I just wanted to point out that the reason I was laughing so hard while you guys were trying to remember who, who all the characters were, and it, it's hilarious that Paprika brought up Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> because all I was thinking about while you guys were doing that is every breakdown of King, breakdown video of Kingdom Hearts <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Just a friendly reminder that the song "Simple and Clean" is the biggest fucking lie ever associated with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, who would like to take the next paragraph? I'll go. All right. Lady Arabella sat as before at Edgar Caswell's right hand. She was certainly a striking and unusual woman, what being able to talk, and to all it seemed fitting from her rank and personal qualities that she should be the chosen partner of the heir of his first appearance. Of course, nothing was said openly by those of her own class who were present, but words were not necessary in polite company when so much could be expressed by nods and smiles. It seemed to be an accepted thing that at last there was to be a mistress of Castoregis and that she was present amongst them. There were not lacking some who th- there were not lacking some who, whilst admitting all her charm and beauty, placed her in the second rank. Lila Watford being marked as first. There was sufficient divergence of type as well as of individual beauty to allow of fair comment. Lady Arabella represented the aristocratic type and Lila that of the commonality. So wait, are Uh. they trying to say that like the oldest sister of Mimi is also in the running to be Mrs. Caswell? Yeah. They're saying that she's she's an eligible female. She should be first, but she's not as pretty as her sister so therefore Aww. she's of the commonality oh, the fuck yike 
And by pretty, they mean young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's remember she's not she's of just childbearing age. She's just over twenty. Because isn't Lady Arabella older? I think she, so. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I'll, I, I, I can take the next one. Okay. 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 When the dusk began to thicken, Mr. Salton and Sir Nathaniel walked home. The trap had been sent away early. In the, I, I keep forgetting that a trap <laughs> is a carriage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> the trap had been sent away early in the day, leaving Adam to follow in his own time. Have fun. Bye. He came <laughs> Find in your er- own way home. He came in earlier than was expected and seemed upset about something. Neither of the elders made any comment. They all lit cigarettes and, and as dinner time was close at hand, <laughs> went to their rooms to get ready. Wait, we're just going to brush over. We had two paragraphs about this like party. A white worm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the idea of someone coming and saying, hey guys, uh, I'm kind of upset about something. They'll just light up a cigarette and turn around and don't look at him. <laughs> they're angry that he uh, stood him up at the party. They're, it's like they're, 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 they're being passive aggressive because he dumped them for this <laughs> younger woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's like, what about our old, what about our old person slash young man threesome we were going to do? Oh. I thought you were super turned on by history. <laughs> I thought you were better than that, Adam. This, this boy, this is the manos, the hands of fate of books. <laughs> Alan, you are. Yeah, I've got it. Um, Adam had evidently been thinking in the interval. He joined the others in the drawing room, looking ruffled and impatient, a condition of things seen for the first time. The others, with the patience or the experience of age, trusted to time to unfold and explain things. So we're waiting for something to happen then. They're waiting for cool. the angsty kid to cool. be angsty cool outwardly. We're waiting for them to actually acknowledge the events happening in the story they're a part of so that we can eventually figure it out. Right. <laughs> they had not long to wait. Really? Because it feels like it's been a long time. (laughs) After sitting up, oh my god! (laughs) After sitting down and standing up several times, Adam suddenly burst out. Well, I'm surprised they didn't spend three paragraphs to say sitting up and standing down or whatever. This is like <laughs> that scene in It's Always Sunny where they go to church to ask God for help to hear Charlie's mom and they're just like sitting up <laughs> and standing down and Charlie just starts like grabbing the pew and shaking Stand- it violently. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still left? Uh, the fellow seemed to think he owns the earth he can't can't he let people alone he seems to think he is only to throw his handkerchief to any woman and be her master i think this is the first time adam has ever said anything that's not um about a mongoose he's actually being aggressive for once instead of you know complacent he seems to have his own thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. Instead of just being manipulated by old men with money. This Does outburst... he have his own thoughts? I mean, I so far, he, I mean, Bram, he has Bram Stoker thoughts. This is I this think... is the first time he's had his own thought. No wonder he had to sit down and stand up several times. He's like, wait. <laughs> it's a new feeling. Thinking, <laughs> first time he's experienced <laughs> it. The first time as a human being. 
god. This outburst <laughs> was in itself enlightening. Only thwarted, thwarted affection and some guys could produce this feeling in an amiable young man. <laughs> Sir Nathaniel, as an old diplomatist, diplomatist, had Diplomat. a- Diplomatist. 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 That's my guess. Diplomatist. That sounds good. Yeah. Had a way of understanding as if being for knowledge, as if by for knowledge, the answer, the true inwardness of things. And asked suddenly, but in a matter of fact, indifferent voice, was he after Lila? I thought you were interested in Mimi. I thought he was I don't know about you guys, but I'm by for knowledge. So <laughs> <laughs> you want to learn uh, math or you want to learn math? You want to English? Both. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's he after life? Yes. And the fellow didn't lose any time either. Almost as soon as they met her, he began to butter her up and tell her how beautiful she was. Why didn't you bring say this earlier? Why are we talking about this? This could have been shown. Fuck. Why, before he left uh, her, before he left her side, he had asked himself to tea tomorrow at Mercy Farm. Stupid ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. The motherfucker going to Mercy Farm (laughs) for tea. He. By the way, that's not just me saying stupid ass. That is in the book. Amazing. He might see that girl isn't his sort. I never saw anything like it. It was like a hawk and a pigeon. Wait, is he give, putting her down? I don't understand. I'm confused. Yeah, no, I, I think so everybody's insulted in this. As, so Adam wants the, the other girl who was talking to another guy? I don't know. Oh, I I'm thought he wanted me. I'm trying to remember. I thought he wanted me, me too. What's this whole like? So why is he mad about We're Lila? only four paragraphs in and we're confused. <laughs> I think also, he wanted the way, just... the, way, the way this chapter is going, like he's a, he's probably just about to eventually say, Oh, and also I saw a giant white worm. <laughs> it was ridiculous. The white worm had just ate somebody and I couldn't even find a seat. Uh, Sorry, I'm just scrolling up. Yeah, I'm confused because why is he so mad when he was clearly trying to court the younger sister? Like, I think he like, because the, the way that characters are introduced, like he saw Mimi and was like, oh, and then saw her daughters and went, oh. And like he doesn't know what he wants, but the, everyone's like, "You gotta choose someone because you're the most eligible bachelor in all of England, or something." And so, like, there's just all this. This is the problem with the story. There's just so much that's like not explained, and so our our characters' actions don't have context. This and is we don't know why they think things that they think. This is true. All right, so let's keep. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Next. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Oh yeah, it's it's a uh, Abby then you than alan yeah oh yeah yeah as he spoke sir nathaniel turned and looked at mr sultan a keen look which implied a full understanding of what no one knows <laughs> tell us all about it adam there no. are still, <laughs> oh, um, there are still this... a few minutes before t- there's still okay. a few chapters before dinner <laughs> yeah i get it mr mr stoker wrote himself a fanfic here yes he this yeah. is just like this is his okay. smut and we shall have and we shall all have better appetites when we have come to some conclusion on this matter there is nothing to tell sir that is the worst of it i am bound to say that there was not a word said that a human being could object to he was very civil and all that was proper just what a landlord might to a tenant's daughter dot 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 yet yet well, I don't know how it was, but it made my blood boil. What are you, what are you what? 13? What the fuck is happening? 
I don't like it. He was talking to her. Who? I'm just so I'm supposed angry. to be the only bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I give the roses out. The yeah. landlord? <laughs> this turned into a reality show. I thought like, Lola was looking at me. <laughs> I'm supposed to be senpai. <laughs> I'm suddenly thinking of that bit from uh, Alan Wolfram, that bit from Kung Pao with, don't look at me. <laughs> yes. Your turn, uh, How did the hawk and the pigeon come in? Sir Nathaniel's voice was soft and soothing. Nothing of contradiction or overdone curiosity in it. A tone <laughs> eminently suited to win confidence. How did, oh, how did the hawk and pigeon come in? That was a metaphor, you dumb asshole. There's <laughs> <laughs> the hawk and well, pigeon. Are you listening to me? I can, I can hardly explain. So, so there, so a hawk and a pigeon are how you know that. <laughs> no, You're a little hawk shit, and pigeon were there. <laughs> I, I can hardly explain. I can only say that he looked like a hawk and she like a dove. And now that I think of it, that is what they each did look like and do look like in their normal condition. Do you think birds are people. <laughs> <laughs> what are birds? Uh, so we just don't know. So wait, he's asking to explain what do you mean by hawk and pigeon? What do you what fucking mean? Do you yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have just this is, in a normal in a goofier story. He would just look at like it's a metaphor, Sir Nathaniel. God, but here he literally just explains the metaphor. I don't know. They just look like birds, and that pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> I came back here, and everyone wouldn't talk to me because they were like cigarettes. <laughs> the worst party so, ever to. Came the soft voice of Sir Nathaniel. No, I shit. also. I also like that Sir Nathaniel was holding on to that for like a couple sentences. <laughs> they look like birds. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe they are birds. Like, Stranger let, things have happened. He let, he, he let Adam go off a little bit more and then finally was like, so back to them being birds. <laughs> It's like, and then, he, and then it dawns on him, like, wait a minute, but like, Sir Arabella is a snake, and that's why I got a mongoose. So maybe they really are animals, like, legitimately animals. This is going to turn into animorphs. <laughs> he pulls Sir that Nathaniel's would... mask off, and there's like, I don't know, an anteater underneath or something. This would, be, <laughs> this would be a better movie if it, or not movie, book, if it did turn into animorphs. But uh, I'd be down. <laughs> Bram Stoke yeah. is animorphs. <laughs> this, would be, this would be better if it were animorphs. Hey, guys, let's so read happy. animorphs instead. <laughs> okay. Oh, reread the Hork Bajir Chronicles. That book kicks ass. Well, we have to ask Kay Applegate, and more importantly, Kay Applegate's publisher. Yeah. This is in the public domain, so. Graham Stoker, this is what you get. This is the public gallery of tragedy. Okay. I will. I I just want to point out, though, also while we're at it, Kay Applegate is rad as hell and, like, is a cool person, apparently. So. Cool. Just saying. Just want to just want to acknowledge how cool Kay Applegate is. Oh, she's, she's she's awesome. Sorry, I just read ahead and, and okay. this, this gets uh, well, worse. Uh, who's next? You? Oh no, Adam. Alan. 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 Um, what was the last? Adam one? went on. Adam, Adam went, went on. on. <gasps> Adam. Adam went on. Oh no! Perhaps that early Roman look of his set me off. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fucking racist. But I wanted to protect her. She seemed in danger. <laughs> She seems in danger, in a way, from all of you young men. Couldn't help but noticing the way that even you looked, as if you wished to absorb her. Oh, God. Was it, again, wasn't he obsessed with Mimi? What the fuck is this? I don't, I don't know. I hope both you young men will keep your heads cool, put in Mr. Sultan. 
you know, Adam, it won't do to have any quarrel between you, especially so soon after his homecoming and your arrival here. We must think of the feelings and happiness of our neighbors, mustn't we? How very British to keep your feel. Just keep your feelings inside. Don't express. <laughs> keep your feelings inside and assume everybody is a hawk or a pigeon. <laughs> you are embarrassing me at this animal party. <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> I hope so, sir. I assure you that whatever may happen or even threaten, I shall obey your wishes and all in this as in all things. I am the most obeyable youth. Oh, that's right. Our main character is a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, right. time, first time yes. he has an emotion and, and um, <laughs> his, his grand or uh, great uncle shuts that shit down. Hey, no, hey. no, that's not you your program. Not all allowed to think. All it took was using the word we and say, now we can't be bad people, can we? Mm. Now, would you kindly do this? Can <laughs> <laughs> we read a couple more? And just... yeah, yeah, go, yeah, for, yeah, it. Yeah. go, go for, it. for it. Hush, whispered Nathaniel, Sir Nathaniel, who heard the servants in the passage bringing dinner. We can't let no. the help hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll start talking and talk to the help from the other families and the neighbors will know all our shit. After dinner over the walnuts and the wine, Hold Sir on, Nathaniel... Pause. Sorry, I have to write that down for cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was about to say, that's uh, that's great. <laughs> That's walnuts good. and wine. Next episode, yeah. walnuts and wine. Like candied mm. walnuts and some Ooh. wine. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I can look up for candy candied walnuts. That That's a very um, oh, it's British, fun to candy walnuts. Uh, like a cr- Christmas British tradition. It's like like mold wine and stuff like that. So yeah, that. that'll Oh be shit! Good. Next, I, I feel like I, we have I it right there. Like, I'm set wine. with candy walnuts. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I think we just found our next. Uh, what our next? I, I'm down for that. Yeah. Would that would have been perfect if this, if this, if the next one for the was for like December. I was gonna say by the time we get you know to the again it will be december (laughs) at which point we're gonna have to do a full episode of just us trying to recap on (laughs) straight up go buy the spark notes on this (laughs) just have it next to me when we read oh man after dinner over the walnuts and the wine sir nathaniel returned to the subject of the local legends oh no it will perhaps be a less dangerous topic for us to discuss than more recent ones all right, sir, said Adam heartily. No, I think you may depend on me now with uh, regard to any topic. I can even discuss Mr. Coswell. Indeed, I may meet him tomorrow. He is going, as I said, to call at Mercy Farm at three o'clock, but I have an appointment at two. Oh, because he's going to, because he's dating the other. They're both, they're both having a courtship. Yeah. He's rivalry. mad at the other person's courtship because reason because Again. he looked roman god damn it man he only Does has he an like hour not think- oh oh no <laughs> so, go ahead or you gonna- i was just thinking like maybe he just wasn't for racist reasons doesn't think he should be suiting or courting her Can't yeah let i bloody italians come up here and <laughs> <laughs> i definitely oh, think it's for racist reasons um i noticed said mr sultan that you do not lose any time you're you- immortal <laughs> The two old men once more looked at each other steadily. Then, lest the mood of his listener should change with delay, Sir Nathaniel began at once. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you should take the next one. Oh, this really? Uh, yeah. You know what? This is actually Abby's. This, this is actually Abby's domain. Oh, my fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, this is Abby's I'll, domain. Do so. we, oh, we want to? Okay. Do we, we? Okay. This upcoming paragraph that I know we're all looking at. Uh, tag team rules. That's what I'm calling. Yeah, you can tag in or tag out if you need yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. I don't propose to tell you all the legends of Mercia, at least until tomorrow, or even to make a selection of them. <laughs> it will be better, I think, for our purpose if we consider a few facts, recorded or unrecorded, about this neighborhood. I think we might begin with Diana's Grove. It has its roots in the different epochs of our history, and each has its special crop of legend. The Druid and the Roman are too far off for matters of detail. <laughs> But it seems to me the Saxon and the Angles are near enough to yield material for legendary lore. We find that this particular place had another name besides Diana's Grove. This was manifestly of Roman origin or of Grecian accepted as Romans. Yeah, you know the Greeks when they went up to fucking England. The other is more pregnant of adventure and romance than the Roman name. You know, the word romance, which has Roman in it. In Mercian tongue, it was... The lair of the white worm. Oh shit! Finally. Oh shit! <laughs> Five chapters in. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. And then Adam said, The lair of the white worm. Don't tell that story. I hear it's really <laughs> fucking boring. <laughs> no, no, not that one again. Please. <laughs> this needs a word of explanation at the beginning. I thought you were just doing that. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> okay. I think that David takes over. If you want, uh, I'll, you know, we're almost at the end of the chapter, so I can do this. In the dawn of the language of of the language, which 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 language? Know. Just language. We mentioned obviously. five different societies here. The word "worm" had a somewhat different meaning from that in use of today. It was an adaptation of the Anglo-Saxon "worm" w y r m, meaning a dragon or snake, or from the Gothic "worms" a serpent, or the Icelandic "ormur." Or the German worm. We get it. Fuck me. We gather that it conveyed originally an idea of size and power, not as now in the diminutive of both these (laughs) meanings. Why are you angry, Alan? I'm so mad. I'm so mad that we got to the chapter in this book called The White Worm. And it's literally a guy who's going to explain mythology. It's just just an etymology. It's not even mythology. No, no. Let me explain so, what a worm I'm is. So angry. <laughs> Keep going, Gabby. Keep going. Here, legendary history helps us. We have the well-known legend of the worm well of Lambton Castle and that of the Laidley Worm of Spintelson Cube near In both Bamble. these legends, the worm was a monster of vast size and power, a veritable dragon or serpent, such as legend attributes to vast fens <laughs> or quags where there was a little bit of truth there may have been of the actuality of such monsters in the early geologic periods or at least there was plenty of the plentiful supply of water could gather the streams Look, Olmec, just tell us where the fuck Blackbeard's map is so we can find it <laughs> where any kind of size of antediluvian monster could find a habitat places where now we can see from our windows where the of the monsters which flourished in slime came to an end must have been places such overlapping may have come greater down to even greater size Nay, we are not now creatures of the vastness of bulk, the traces of animals, and not the animals themselves of stupendous size, veritable certain distinguished man in India who had the reputation of being lovely, and his elephant was crossing a nullah length, and as his elephant was crossing a nullah, it was on each side of the track, and though the weight which you dragged the house as life may depend on it, I can easily body, I suppose you know when you are after a tiger, it is a point of honor, not but I felt that I must not, so with regret I had to let it go. I presume spine means like oh. I was so point blank I could have shot it in the spine and what killed it. What the fuck is the point of this paragraph? This is 
is I, he I have saw people, something cool once i have people in my family who do this like <laughs> they'll just say like hey you know oh, oh i have an important point about that and they'll start off but they'll go like way too far back and then they'll just go off on a tangent i i talked to a dude in india once like none of this has anything to do with anything the, oh the, the, again caves are big therefore dragons probably existed this dude in india shot a snake once i don't know <laughs> um oh. sorry i went and got a drink refill oh, i no. did too i don't blame you. i Nothing did too happened. like quarter of a way into that paragraph and i came back and he was doing only halfway future david <laughs> i want you to like fade in and fade out random sentences so that like time is passing and we don't subject our audience to that entire paragraph <laughs> i could probably do that it's not important anyway. So just imagine it's supposed to be. It's titular. Just hey, imagine. Hey, oh, man. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. I like I, I literally had like I feel like I had like an aneurysm for a split second yeah. there. Anyway. Just no, imagine such a monster. I, and- I don't remember having the decision to go up and get a drink. <laughs> I feel like my body just went like, hey, go do something else. <laughs> it's like that sense the animals get when a tsunami is going to come and they just leave. Have <laughs> <laughs> we go. Yeah. Just imagine such a monster anywhere in this country. And at once we could get a sort of idea of the worms, which possibly did frequent the great morasses, which spread around the mouths of many of the great European rivers. I have the least doubt, sir, there may have been some monster such monsters as you have spoken of still existing at much later period oh, okay. than generally accepted, oh. replied Adam. Also, if there were such things, that this was the very place for them. I've tried to think over the matter since you pointed out the configuration of the ground, but it seems to me there is a hiatus oh. somewhere. Are, are there not mechanical difficulties? In what way? Uh, and fuck everyone in this book. <laughs> yeah. So basically the idea of this is, hey, based off like the geological thing and legend there's a chance there might be a big ass uh uh serpent slash dragon thing still lurking around here caves are big so probably dragons (laughs) (laughs) uh should shall i should i keep going yeah okay go for it wait okay well our antique monster must have been mighty heavy and the distances he had to travel were long and the way difficult ways difficult from where we are now sitting down to the level of the mud holes is a distance of several hundred feet. I'll throw you in a mud hole. <laughs> I'll stomp I, a fucking mud hole in your ass. <laughs> I am leaving it out of consideration altogether any lateral distance. Is it possible that there was a way by which a monster could travel up and down and yet no chance of recorder has ever seen him? Of course we have all the legends, but it is not some more is there not some more exact evidence necessary in a scientific investigation? Last paragraph. Okay. You've got this, Alan. I'm going to do this paragraph, and then I'm going to have another uh, snake-bitten mongoose. Sounds good. We could probably get through the next chapter as well. Luckily, there's no, like, long paragraphs in the next chapter. It's just a bunch of dialogue. My dear Adam, all you say is perfectly right, and we were, were we starting on such an investigation? We could do no better than to follow your reasoning. But, my dear boy, you must remember that all this took place thousands of years ago. You must remember too that all records of the kind would help us that would help us are lacking. Also, that the places to be considered were deserts. So far as <laughs> the desert. desert. Deserted? Sure. Desert. Yeah. All right. of them are ice creams. <laughs> so far as human habitation or population are concerned. Considered. 
and the mass desolation of such a place, place as complied with the necessary conditions, there must have been such profusion of natural growth as would bar the progress of men formed as we are. The lair Those of such are, a mon- are flying spaghetti dragons. <laughs> they exist because you can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> also, Adam, I don't want us to go look for a dragon. <laughs> I'm too old it for this shit. Scaled. It sounds scary. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> the lair. Uh, the lair of such a monster would not have been disturbed for hundreds or thousands of years. Moreover, these creatures must have occupied places quite inaccessible to man, like the back of a Volkswagen. (laughs) (laughs) A snake who could make himself comfortable in a quagmire, a hundred feet deep, would be protected on the outskirts by such stupendous morasses as now no longer exist. Morasses. Which, if they exist anywhere at all, can be on very few places on the Earth's surface. Far be it from me to say that in more elemental times such things could not have been. The condition belongs to the geologic age, the great birth and growth of the world, when natural forces ran riot, when the struggle for existence I mean, was so savage that no vitality, wrong. which was not founded in a gigantic form, could have even a possibility of survival. That such a time existed, we have evidence... I hate this. That such a time existed, we have evidences in ge- geology, but they're only... We can never expect proofs such as this age demands. We can only imagine or surmise such things or such conditions and such forces as overcame them. I feel so like no, so yeah, we're so not going to go book. looking for a so, 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 so basically what's happened is Adam's like, I'm pissed because this asshole is like trying to hit on this girl who I had no intention of hitting on, but I'm going to be, I, I'm going to make it clear that I actually did want to hit on. And then his uncle is like, shut the fuck up. Let's talk about worms. Shut what up. You- Rocks. <laughs> why are we? Why are I, we- I'm going to lure you around. This is more important. Up. We're going to talk about giant worms. And then worms Adam's are like, more important oh, than giant romance. worms do sound interesting. Let's go hunt one. And then he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> So what I gather is that this is what really matters, and the romance is very much the 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 B story here. Well, yes. I think the point is that the romance is supposed to tie in because Lady Arabella sure. is like yeah. there's something supernatural going on about her, right? Anyway, but but hey, the real I men, was right about this chapter, so I'm going to sink and drink now. Side. Oh my yeah. god! Okay, good. Oh my okay. This has to be like a back and forth between Sir Nathaniel and Adam, or like we need an Adam and an. Or didn't uh, didn't Paprika have a lovely like childish? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. I'll let I'll let y'all y'all handle this one. Uh, we also need a, a uncle and Sir Nathaniel. Um, I I am I am this podcast drunk uncle, so I, it, I will take the uncle. It's not okay. even clear who's talking at which point, though. I'll, yeah or oh my god it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we could just we could just go back we can go back and forth like keep, keep going oh wait who who's next it would be it's me okay at breakfast time next morning sir nathaniel and mr sultan were seated when adam came hurriedly into the room so the party's done also this is chapter six hawk I guess and pigeon they had their uh their nightcap and they went to bed well, I Although I so. don't know why they didn't describe that in detail and make it another chapter. Um, <laughs> all right. Any news? Asked his uncle mechanically. Any news? Four. 
For what? asked Sir Nathaniel. Snakes, said Adam, helping himself to a grilled kidney. For snakes. I don't understand. Neither do we. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Mongoose, said Adam, then adding explanatorily, I was out with the mongoose. (laughs) Hey Adam, what's up? Mongoose! Yes, Adam, Adam, you have a mongoose. How many mongoose? Four snakes. I I can only speak in one word sentences. Sorry. What I'm trying to say is mongoose four, snake zero. (laughs) Adam needs to be rebooted. (laughs) Adam, everything okay, buddy? (laughs) What's up? Four. What the fuck are you? Four snakes. Four snakes. What the? Mongoose. Yeah, grapes. Corpuscle. Sentence fragments. Just phrases. And then adding explanatorily, I was out with the mongoose just after three. Four snakes in one morning. What? Basically. Oh, okay. Because remember right. the mongoose? He mongoose just caught, caught snakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he caught a mongoose. Four snakes in one morning. Why I didn't know there were so many on the brow. The local name for the western. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just in case you didn't know. I hope that wasn't the consequence of our talk of last night. It was, sir, but not... Wait, I think it's Abby. It is. I'm just trying to process that. It's just like, I hope that our discussion last night didn't send you on a snake genocide spree. (laughs) (laughs) I found some... Snakes are just really small dragons. (laughs) Maybe they're like... You see, the holes are smaller, so the worms are smaller. They're looking for, (laughs) like, I guess the 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 most snaky snake by 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 following a trail of snakes, maybe. It was, sir, but not directly. But God bless my soul, you didn't expect to get a snake like the lambtum worm, did you? Oh, okay. Why a mongoose to tackle a monster like that? If there was one, would have to be bigger than a haystack. These were ordinary snakes, about as big as a walking stick. Well, okay, it's pleasant sorry. to be rid of them. Big or little, that is a good mongoose, I'm sure. He'll clear out all such vermin around here, said Mr. Zoltz. All right, Story, you teased it, and now you have to deliver us at some point a giant mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't end with Adam riding into battle on the back of a giant mongoose against the white worm, I'm going to be so pissed. I want this imagery now. If this doesn't end with the with a ghost in the form of a mongoose, I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> yes, uh, I think it's your turn, David. Is it? Yes. Uh, Adam. Adam went quietly on with his breakfast. Killing a few snakes in a morning was not was no new experience for him. He left the room the moment breakfast was finished and went to the study that his uncle had arranged for him. Both Sir Nathaniel and Mr. Salton took in that took it that he wanted to be by himself so as to avoid any questioning or talk of his visit he was about to make that afternoon. They saw nothing further of him till about half an hour be- about before dinner time. Then he came quietly into the smoking room where Mr. Salton and Sir Nathaniel were sitting together, ready dressed. I did, I did get your reference to Eighth Wonder. Just, just thank you. So thank you, know. you. I appreciate that. I figured someone might, and if anyone, it would be you. Thank you, Alan. Uh, I suppose there is no waiting. We had, Wait, we were not going to get the visit to Mercy Farm? Of course we're no, not. he's just going to yeah. tell us about it. You're yeah. going to tell us about it because no one can be nothing can be shown. It all has to be told. 
Right, yeah. but it hasn't happened yet. No, it, it happened. No, it happened. It Wait, already what? happened. Wait, As you... of like the last two pair, like in that last paragraph. It no, happened. it said that the... the... It's not, they saw nothing to, uh, further of him until uh... about half an hour before dinner time. Yeah. And he oh came back God. and this is what okay. happened. Okay, I'm going to say something in defense of this story. In Why? defense of this story. Okay. <laughs> I, think a, I think a really fucking great movie would be like if it's like an ordinary day where people are like talking at the diner or something, but like in all their dialogue at the diner, you find out that this was like maybe a couple days after like the plot of a Godzilla movie resolved. <laughs> so uh-huh. like, I feel like the only way I'd enjoy any movie made like this is if Tommy Rousseau did it. Well, there is the, the, the comedic, satirizing take called Lair the White Worm that I have to watch after we read this. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. I, 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 That's we, how we end this? Yeah, we're going to yes. be watching Lair the White Worm the, and discussing it a la how we discussed uh, other okay. previous movies. Yeah. Um, I suppose there is no wait, no use waiting. We had better get it over at once, remarked Adam. His uncle, thinking to make things easier for him, said, get what over? There was a sign of shyness about him at this. He stammered a little at first, but his voice became more even as he went on. My visit to Mercy Farm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you don't take dinner after two o'clock. Maybe, maybe they mean lunch. What about second dinner? <laughs> yeah. Cause he hadn't made it yet. Or he's about to talk about it. Just, he's about just, to talk just, about it before. Oh, about to talk about it before dinner. Okay. I think all right, all we right, have yeah. to initiate the talking about of first before we. Yeah, can talk we can't about experience it. something. We have to talk about it. Right. Yeah, that's the whole right. point. We're gonna hear about it secondhand okay. now. So whose turn is it? Uh, it's oh, that was. I'm after Alan. Oh, then where are we? My I visit to visit. Mercy Farm. After that, Mr. Salton waited eagerly. The old diplomatist simply smiled. I suppose you both know that I was much interested yesterday in the Watfords. There was no denial or fending off the question. Both the old men smiled acquiescence. (laughs) I used to play bass for acquiescence. I I just like that. It's uh, it's like Adam Adam was about to talk. Adam decides he's going to talk about Mercy Farm and the old men smiled acquiescence acquiescence like yep just fucking say it dude get it over <laughs> come on <laughs> sound like waxing poetic smiling acquiescence adam went on i meant you see it i meant you see you just mm. <laughs> i meant you to see it both of you you uncle because you are my uncle and the nearest of my own kin <laughs> no moreover, shit you couldn't have been more kind to me or made me more welcome if you had been my own father or yeah, lover or father. We know this. Father. We know I meant this. to say father. <laughs> Mr. Salton and said nothing. <laughs> he simply held out his hand and the other took it and held it for a few seconds. Uh... <laughs> and you, sir, because you have shown me something of the same affection, which in my wildest dreams of home, I had no right to expect. He stopped for an instant, much moved. And then Adam, then Adam said, I'm going back to Australia. <laughs> the I'm place is insane. Leaving. I have to get out. Nothing <laughs> happens. Okay. N- Sir Nathaniel answered softly, laying his hand on the youth's shoulder. It's going to get gay again. You are right, my boy. Quite right. I am. That was so awesome. <laughs> 
That is the proper way to look at it. Respect your elders. And I may tell you that we old men have no children of our own. Feel our hearts growing warm when we hear words like those. Then Adam hurried on, speaking with a rush as if he wanted to come to the crucial point. It's very important that I praise these old men Mm because Bram Stoker is really trying to make how important it is that Adam is a good person because he praises the old men. Mm-hmm. Also, they got mad at me last time when I ditched him at the party. Yeah, so if I, <laughs> I don't want them to ignore me again. This is just his weird, like, wishful thinking. Which is like, man, it'd be awesome <laughs> if uh, the all the young people just like constantly stopped at my house and said how cool I am. <laughs> so weird. <sighs> okay, Mister Watford. Watford had not come in, but Lila and Mimi were at home, and they made me feel very welcome. They have all. They have oh, yeah. all. <laughs> they made me feel like I could pick between either of them. Oh, oh, man. Two ladies. I had one under each arm. <laughs> they all have a great regard for my uncle. Two <laughs> noble English women go around the outside, around the outside. <laughs> I am glad of that anyway, for I like them all much. We were having tea when Mr. Caswell came to the door, attended by a person of color. (sighs) Lila opened the door herself. The window of the living room at the farm is a large one, and from within cannot help seeing anyone from cannot help seeing anyone coming. Mr. Caswell said he had ventured to call as he wished to make the acquaintance of all his tenants in a less formal way and more individually than had been possible to him on the previous day. The girls made him welcome. They are very sweet, though they are very sweet girls, those, sir. Someone will be very (laughs) happy someday by there with either of them. Or with both of them. I want and to be that, that guy. Yeah. And that may be you, Adam, said Mr. Saltenheart. I mean, Salt- if you have enough money. <laughs> and that man may be you, Adam, said Mr. Saltenheartly. A sad look came over the young man's eyes. Ah, shit. And the fire his uncle had seen there died out. Likewise, the timber left his voice, making it sound lonely. I peed myself in front of him, and that was it. It was over. <laughs> 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 that would be the case. Oh, oh boy, here comes. But after, life. but after, but after I arrived, I immediately said, "You guys know where to find the big snake." <laughs> the mongoose jumped up on the table and knocked everything over. I haven't trained it yet. Such might crown my life, but that happiness I fear is not for me, or not without pain and loss and woe. Well, it's early days yet, cried the turn of Daniel Hardly. turned to a Shakespearean play. The young man turned on him his eyes, which had now grown excessively sad. He was very, very sad. <laughs> Yesterday, a few hours ago, that remark would have given me new hope. New this is so fucking emo. New wow. courage. But since then I have learned too much. The old man, skilled in the human heart, did not attempt to argue in such a matter. Too early to Of course, in. these old men understand human hearts very well. <laughs> you probably don't even have human hearts anymore. There's Too early. a long time ago. 
to give in, my boy. I am not of a giving in kind, replied the young man earnestly. But after all, it is wise to realize a truth. And when a man, though he is young, feels as I do, as I have felt ever since yesterday, when I first saw Mimi's eyes, what? Okay, so you are going for Mimi. So he's either gay or a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) There was silence in the room, during which the twilight stole on imperceptibly. It was Adam who again broke the silence. Do you know, Uncle, if we have any second sight in our family? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Apparently now we are entertaining the idea of psychic abilities. Uh, No, not that I ever heard about. No, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) (laughs) The story can't handle this, too. What? I went over and I had a vision. Both of them were space. (laughs) It was terrible. Uh, Hold on. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think I miss very much. Yeah. No. But, uh, he, he can't have women because he saw the future, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, mm, so, you know how, like, in the middle of a, a conversation, you're occasionally just like, hey, does anyone in our family know how to fly? <laughs> <laughs> are any of us vampires i kind of think i'm a vampire as it what <laughs> oh boy what okay keep going because i need yeah okay uh because he answered slowly i have a conviction which seems to answer all the conditions of second sight excuse me and then asked the old man, much uh, perturbed. Yes. <laughs> and, and what? What? Uh, and then the usual, and then the usual inevitable. What in the Hebrides and other places where the where the site is a cult, a belief is called the doom, the court from which there is no appeal. What? I have often heard of second sight. We have many Western Scots in Australia, but I have realized more is. More of its true inwardness is an inst- is an instant of this afternoon Does, that than I did in the whole of my life previously. A granite Does Brom wall- Stoker think that the Scottish are all psychic? <laughs> we have a lot of Scots in Australia, and no, only he- they're all psychic. Hebr- only Hebridean uh, Scots, I guess. What the fuck? Hebridean. I- a grant. Oh, go ahead, finish this. A granite wall stretching up to the very heavens, so high and so dark that the eye of God Himself cannot see beyond. Well, if the doom must come, it must. Wait, that is the vision of the Tower of Doom. So, or you're basically saying that he saw into the future and saw a barrier that couldn't show him the future. (laughs) I know I saw the future because I couldn't see. I don't know. I'm what? What? I'm so. I'm reading ahead a little. I know. I know. Fuck. What did he see now? It goes after David. Alan. You No. no. No, no, it's no, it is Alan. Wait, yeah, Alan Paprika than me. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, What? (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) This just threw us another curveball. It's like, hey, do you believe in permanent people? Did we? Do we have premonitions in our family? No. Why the fuck would you say that? Because they had a premonition. A giant wall. Imagine if you've been watching the worst episode of Frasier. That's like. (laughs) That's like nine hours long. And then like nine hours in, Niles is just like, hey, anyone here psychic? (laughs) (laughs) The voice of Sir Nathaniel broke in, smooth and sweet and grave. Can there not be a fight for it? 
there can for most things. For most things, yes, but for the doom, no. What a man can do, I shall do. There will be, must be, a fight. When and where and how, I know not, but a fight there will be. But after all, what is a man in such a case? I'm what miserable. What what is going there, G? So, okay, okay. So he went to call, okay, to try to translate this to modern times. Hey, son, how was your date? I saw the future. What? <laughs> We're all going to die. What? <laughs> Don't worry, I got it. That's next conversation. <laughs> did he like trip and fall and hit his head? Did, Adam. Did, did he okay. get bit by the Moncruz and contact some sort of disease? Does he have rabies? Is this a- <laughs> Adam, there are three of us. Sultan looked at his old friend as he spoke, and that old friend's eyes blazed. With an eldritch power, it smelted Adam on the spot. <laughs> I, three of us, he said his voice rang. There wa- and his voice rang. There was again a pause, and Sir Nathaniel endeavored to get back to the less emotional and more neutral ground. Tell us of the rest of the meeting. Remember, we all are all pledged to this. We are? We are. So, it is a so fight what? a la Altron. His his vague pronunciation. Okay, a la Altron. Is that how you say it? I think so. Whatever. I think you're right. And uh we can we can afford to throw away or forego no chance. We shall throw away or lose nothing that we can help. We fight to win, and if and the stake is a life. Perhaps more than one we shall see. Perhaps perhaps Lola and Mila will die instead. Why are we entertaining this? Like. Don't he, play into this the teenage kids' angsty um, dreams, please. Then, uh, then he went on in a controversial tone, such as he had used when he spoke of the con- coming to the farm of Edgar Caswell. When Mister Caswell came in, the the person of African descent went a short distance away, and there remained. Gave me the idea that he expected to be called and intended to remain in sight or within hail. Then Mimi got another cup and made fresh tea, and we all went on together. What is happening? This is it, went is from it like, maybe right? he's describing? He's describing calling on the women's. I know, but it's like I think I have psychic powers, and there's a great Theo Falk that's just coming. And it's because okay. it's because okay, it's how the rest is of the he day saying go? That he like saw a vision of the apocalypse, or he's no, just saying no. I think they're saying the servant like, gave them peyote or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vague premonition of doom, and they're just committed to saying we'll help you fight the doom. Now tell us just to get you to stop talking crazy. Now let's get back to the fucking date. Give okay, us but is this, doom, is this doom it's like lame. actual doom, apocalypse doom, or it's does he mean like my uh, my attempts at courting? No, I think this is more like doom. incel doom. Honestly, <laughs> it's my favorite DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything uncommon? Were you all quite friendly? Asked Sir Nathaniel quietly. Quite friendly, there was nothing that I could notice out of the common, except, he went on, with a slight hardening of the voice, except that he kept his eyes fixed on Lila, in a way which was quite intolerable to any man who might hold her dear. Now, in what way did he look 
asked Sir, Sir Nathaniel. There was nothing in itself offensive, but no one could help noticing it. You so did. Miss Watford herself, <laughs> this, who was the victim, and Mr. Um, Coswell. Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to take this moment to sink and drink another snake bit mom. Yeah, if that's okay with her. You're good with that. Yeah. All right. I understand. We should time it. Sink it and drink it. Two, three, four, five, two, six, seven, three. Eight, nine, three. Nine, Done. Four. Oh, okay. Nice. So like 3.5 seconds. There Bravo. you go. <clears throat> you good? I'm great. Uh, those are those are goddamn delicious. Are you seeing a wall of impenetrable doom? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I mean, that is something. If someone was drunk at a bar, I would expect them to say. I right. Think, are any of us psychic? <laughs> do, do we have psychics in our family? No, why? <laughs> uh, Every time I close my eyes to see just a wall of black, it's terrible. Open your eyes. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. You did. Miss Watford herself, who was the victim, and Mr. Coswell, who was the offender, are out of range as witnesses. Was there anyone else who noticed? Mimi did. Her face flamed with anger as she saw the look. What kind of look was it? Over ardent or too admiring or what? Yeah, I'm still wondering this too. Was it the look of a lover or one who fain would be? You understand? Yes, sir. I quite understand. Anything of that sort I should, of course, notice. It would be a part of my preparation for keeping my self-control to which I am pledged. You still haven't answered the fucking question. (laughs) What was this fucking look? So literally, Adam, he looked at Adam her went and I didn't to like having it. no discernible character whatsoever to being fucking bean manners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Is it, do we have any psychics in our family? No, but we do have early onset dementia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you bark at them snakes. Uh, <laughs> If it were not amatory, was it threatening? Was the, where was the offense? The entire audience wanted to know. Adam smiled kindly at the old man. It was not amatory, even if it was. Such was to be expected. I should be the last man in the world to object, since I am myself an offender in that respect. Moreover, not only have I been taught to fight fair, but by nature, I believe I am just. I would be as tolerant of and as liberal to a rival as I should expect him to be. No, the look was. I mean. No, the look I mean was nothing of that kind. And so long as it did not lack proper respect, I should not of my own part part, condescend to notice it. What the fuck was it? (laughs) Did you ever study the eyes of a hound? (laughs) Who studies what? You ever just stare at dogs? I mean, yes. Have you ever looked deep into a dog's eyes? You ever pet a little dog's hair? (laughs) (laughs) You like your pasta spinny or bow tie? <laughs> you ever been to a Turkish bathhouse? <laughs> ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> I really, I, I, I feel like exactly I'm in a comedy. I love that we just, I, I love that I went from uh, live forever as you are now and you guys turned it into airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is David I think yeah, it David. is. Yeah, just to finish um. this. <clears throat> At rest? Hey, Loretta, shut the hell up. <laughs> Have you ever, uh, Look into her eyes and tell me what you see. <laughs> At rest? No, when he is following his instincts. Or better still, Adam went on, the eyes of a bird of prey when he is following his instincts. <laughs> 
I swear he's a bird. They're all <laughs> birds. I thought the story was about worms. Why are we talking about birds? Birds are worms nothing. with wings. He's mixing his metaphors. He's like, have you ever seen the eyes of it a It depends dog? on which bird we're talking about. If we're dragons. talking about the early bird, I've got news for you when it comes to the worm. <laughs> are, dragons are just flying worms, and therefore birds are dragons. It's like, have you ever seen the eyes of a dog? Uh, eyes of a dog? Well, he had eyes like a bird. Ponder, if you will, lettuce and shrimp. Uh, no, not when he is swooping, but merely when he is watching his quarry. No, said Sir Nathaniel. I don't know that I ever did. Why, may I ask? That was the look. Certainly not amatory or anything of that kind. Yet it was, it struck me, more dangerous, if not so deadly as an actual threatening. Again, there was a silence, which Sir Nathaniel I think she would have noticed if this guy was looking at her like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. seriously. And probably been like, um, help? Yeah. (laughs) Can I help you? Uh, again, there was a silence, what? which Sir Nathaniel broke as he stood up. I think it would be well if we all thought of, if we all thought over this by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> I'm <scene>. leaving now. <laughs> um, then we can well, renew the subject. But I'm for done now, talking about I'm this. Out. <laughs> fuck, fuck this. This is crazy. I'm leaving. Holy he shit. went to call the local doctor. <laughs> you need to lay down this went jacket. from like i have psychic powers i see impending doom oh I don't okay give, i don't give a shit about that what about the date oh well he gave her a look. what kind of look well he gave her a look what kind of look well have you ever seen the eyes of a dog what do you mean <laughs> well he had the eyes of a bird of prey Adam, wait why okay, do you bring up the eyes of the prey <laughs> that was the look what was the look the guy the guy the look the guy that had this God damn it. Okay, maybe face. maybe the thing about precognition was exaggeration and he's just being super teenage emo and he's just being dramatic because none of this fits. No. No. What the fuck? <clears throat> Again, this man wrote Dracula. I think, it, did he just like do a bunch of mercury and like... Mercury? Mercury? Oh. Mercury? This mercury was, this and then was... write this shit? This was published years after he published Dracula. But then again, he was 50 when Dracula was published. So it's a raving sip of madman. It really is at this point. Oh God. Should we call should we call it here? Yes. Yeah, because I'm just gonna keep I guess. <laughs> I mean the next chapter, I, I'm gonna need to look it over because yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, chapter seven. That, that we might need to skip <laughs> I don't think books really work if you skip chapters. Well, we can just we can summarize it and probably just if say we yeah, need nothing to, happened. Maybe yeah, hey. we can just do write a quick little summary that we just guys, start with and guys, then move on. Guys, here's what I'm going to propose to you now. I will read this chapter ahead of time on my own. Okay. And I am going to make edits that we are going to read. Okay. Okay. So the the reason why is because um. This chapter is titled Ulanga, and I'm already looking ahead. There's a. I don't know what you're talking about. It's called Todd. It's, it's called Todd. <laughs> exactly. And there, Todd Howard. I, I I'm also I'm starting to see some. I feel like this is going to be a very racist chapter. I'm. It's no, it's not. It's going to okay. be fine. Okay. It's going to be fine. By the time we read this again, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I, I I trust you, Alan. Okay. That's probably a mistake on your part. but it'll be fine (laughs) i have a renewed interest in this just because of the last chapter the last chapter in which our main character comes back to describe a date 
and has gone <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> we just have to remember, like, again, I think our takeaway from this is like, we're not the ones, we're pointing out the parts of the story that are bonkers and the parts of the story that are utterly shitty. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's the, how information is shared in the story makes no sense. No, so exactly. Weird. We're, it, this is up, utterly unfollowable. Up until this point, Adam has been a complete nothing of a character. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he shows up and he's like, I'm going to hunt dragons with my mongoose. Also, <laughs> is, our, is my dad psychic? Yeah. <laughs> also have you ever looked at a dog <laughs> but well he had eyes like a dog except not like a dog they were like a bird oh let's not forget he began this chapter it's like how are you doing how are you doing adam four <laughs> mongoose did adam- <laughs> snakes did- mongoose did adam do molly <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> this reads like someone just like dropped something <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I want, I want, I want to keep going. I want to see how far we can take this before we utterly lose our fucking minds. Yeah. Oh my god. This really is the worst, one of the worst this, things I've ever read. It's so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's so terrible. Like, and it's not just because, uh, like, for I've read books during this time period. There's some beautiful writing, right? Mm-hmm. Hell, Dracula is actually a really good book. I don't know and, what the fuck this shit is. And like, as much as this, like, okay. The argument that certain things are a product of their time, and there are definitely very problematic things in this story. Yes. Uh, we're going to do our best to, like, talk around them. Yeah. But, you know, we we didn't it, we didn't write this. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't take any responsibility for it. Yeah. It kinda, it's it's kind of shedding a light on history in that um, Bram Stoker wrote a bunch of racist shit. Yeah. So that's why we have no problem tearing this thing apart and saying, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. fuck Bram Stoker's fuck. old dead racist ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We established it last episode. We're reestablishing it this episode. And well, definitely next episode when we talk about Tal. What I will say, and maybe I'm not saying let's stop it. It just generally speaking, I don't know what we're going to get out of this meandering monologue of a story. Like, are, are entertainment we- value? Yeah, well, the question is, are well, the, the thing, the most important question, like of historical value. I don't, I, so far, I don't see a whole lot. But the funny, well, there's not. Here's but... the weird part. I read the summary for this, and the summary was Buck Wild. Like, there, I'm, I'm waiting for a part. Okay, apparently, mesmerism is supposed to play a part in this book. Oh no! Okay. Oh, boy. Oh. oh god! So I'm like, what the? Where's that shit? Well, I'm I'm now that telepathy has been dropped. It's coming up <laughs> no, soon. I just feel like there's just going to be a sentence somewhere that says, "And then they were mesmerized." And next, then the mesmerist walked subject. in and was like, "Don't worry, chaps, I've got this." <laughs> uh, my my thought with this is: for, first of all, are we having fun be getting together and reading this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Generally oh, yeah. speaking, uh, yeah. I, I also I also want to say that like in in the in the flavorless gruel porridge that this story has been the sudden introduction of psychic powers is like someone someone dropped like a cube of chicken stock into my gruel and yeah it's it's delicious i think they dropped, <laughs> think they dropped a cube of special k yeah it's more whatever, what it whatever, like. whatever they put in there i can taste colors now and, <laughs> and it, it, 
I, I am t- I am tasting the rainbow, motherfuckers. Um, yum, yeah, yum. no, I, I want to continue. <laughs> I I also want to continue, no matter how weird it gets. Because like, here's the thing: it can we can pace this for ages. The writing can be boring, but then curveballs get thrown at us like this, and we're just having. I'm just having fun getting to go hog wild on a story for yeah. a change and be able to just be like just what the fuck like Like, this isn't about improving the craft this is about let's make fun of one of the worst horror novels ever written yeah this chapter has been like like dostoevsky's work is very very dry and bland and just like in the middle like the the seventh chapter of a dostoevsky story a character just bursts into the room is like yo i got aliens in my penis (laughs) (laughs) i have an alan recommends yeah I want to hear the Alan recommends. Okay, uh, Alan recommends. Uh, <laughs> Alan recommends an album by Incubus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, called Science from 1997. It was before their big album that got them a bunch of radio play. Uh huh. And uh, it's really, really crazy instrumentally. Like the first instrument on the album is a didgeridoo. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, uh, but it's also the lead singer Brandon Boyd without coming right out and saying it telling all of us I really 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 fucking love Mike Patton <laughs> uh, and it so it kind of sounds like some of it sounds like Faith No More some of it sounds like Mr. Bungle it all sounds very very <laughs> experimental um, and I fully fully recommend it I've, I've been listening to it on repeat that is a good ass recommendation the day and will come. Now I'm gonna sink and drink another snake bin mongoose. Yeah. The day will come when I'll be able to sing quote unquote by Mr. Bungle in karaoke. And I, I have to work up to that, but it's gonna be the most like batshit crazy performance of my life. I'm I'm sure. Still, I would I want to be there to hear it when it happens. Uh hey, thanks for bearing with us again and bearing with us through the discussion. And you know, the important part is not just if are we enjoying it, but are you enjoying it? After all, we're yeah. kinda, we're breaking up this saga every so often, so we're not gonna get burnt out on it. I think this is something we will revisit uh every so often. But again, only if y'all are interested. We're interested because it gives us an excuse to all get together and just just scratch our heads, basically. Also, I'm now challenged to come up with a springtime mold wine. Oh, that's right. I would, I will join you for when you make that. Yes. Even just call it mold wine in springtime. I I could do that or I could, or, or, or I could come up with the title related to the story. (laughs) Or just name it four. (laughs) Just name it four. Four, period. Snakes, period. Mongoose, period. Shrimp. (laughs) Heaven now. now. <laughs> <laughs> Na- name it the question. Is anyone in your family psychic? <laughs> so someone says, Hey, what do you recommend? Is anyone in your family psychic? I'm sorry, yeah, what? Do, Just anyone... hand up the drink. <laughs> do we have second sight? Ooh, second sight is a um, good, good ass cocktail name. Yeah. yeah. I dig that. Like, it's too good for and the way that it's been used in this story, though. Yeah. But it has to be strong, so it'll have you see in double. Mm-hmm. Hey. Oh, no doubt. all right gang stay tuned for that thanks for listening uh if you enjoyed what you hear it here you could always go and listen to the previous episodes of uca or 
You can check out the other fine podcasts for, uh, provided by the Creative Horror Network, including The Witching Hour and Darkly Lit and Midnight Marinera and Trick or Track and other wonderful shows. I think that's most of them, though. Night, everyone. And okay, ask, bye. Uh, ask your parents. If uh, you I'm drunk. <laughs> also, ask your parents if you, uh, your family has second sight. See what they yes. say. Go on a date and then report back to the mom. Good way to get yourself diagnosed. (laughs) Bring a mongoose on a date and see how it goes. (laughs) Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>